And now, ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived. You are watching Southwest Boxing Media in association with Brixton Streetwear. Southwest Boxing Media speaks. Kieran Newell from Southwest Boxing Media in association with Brixton Streetwear. Uh, we're back. We're back to it. We've had a, a few weeks break off the podcast. I haven't got around to, um, to recording one, which has been a bit of a shame. Tommy's been busy, he's been flat up with work and just, just held up with different things. So we haven't been able to, to jump on weekly as we'd like to do. Um, but we're back tonight and we, we're back with a bit of a cracker as well. Delighted to be joined by such a brilliant guest. Um, she's talented, she's hardworking and she's, she's become a bit of a friend of ours since we've been doing this, uh, this boxing venture of ours. Um, and she's, she's always held the title of being the busiest lady I know. And that's certainly not going to change anytime soon, I don't think. Um, of course, the presenting duties on one of the biggest platforms out there right now in the, the Zone. Um, of course, she works for British Boxes TV, Sportology TV, her modelling career, um, her PT work as well as she does. And she's also a full-time dog lover as well. And there's so much more to say. But let's get the lady herself on. Um, as I said, you know, she is one of the most talented and sought-after presenters out there today. So it's, it's so good to get her time and to catch up with her. So without further ado, um, Miss Ali Drew, how are we? You good? Ali, you with us? Yes, can you hear me? Ah, yes, yes. I thought you'd done a disappearing act on me then, straight away. I know, I don't know why uh, it was quiet, but yes, I'm very well. How are you? Yes, I'm all good. I'm all good. I was just explaining you. I mean, every time I speak to you, I ask you the same question. I just say to you, how do you fit everything into your schedule? Yeah, I'm quite busy. Uh, it's good to be busy, though. I love, I don't know if I'd manage it any other way, uh, to be honest. I've always just been super busy and been here, there and everywhere. So, yeah, just it's how I like it. Definitely. And I mean, that's, you know, while we're talking about being busy, how's your weekend been? I mean, you've obviously had watch along live duties on the weekend and just, just tell us how much do you enjoy doing that and being part of that. The, I was, well, I was at the press conference for AJ Usyk on Thursday and then the weigh in Friday. Um, and then I was, I drove from London to Bristol, to Birmingham for uh, an ultra white collar boxing show then back to london for the live watch along which was really mm. good it was with um barry jones was there and he's just i think one of the best pundits and commentators that there is i think he's brilliant um so yeah it was really good and it was obviously a really good night of boxing as well you said obviously you were at the press conference last week and uh, just just tell us i mean what were the feels and the vibes of you know from looking on the outside looking in it seemed like there was a lot of respect obviously in the main event and in some of the other fights as well, Floria Marco was side. Um, there seemed to be a lot of respect there. Was that the feel and the vibes around the place as well, Al? Yeah, it was a really chilled out press conference other than Floria Marco, who obviously <laughs> got up and, and did a bit of pushing. But you wouldn't expect anything less from Florian. Um, yeah. But yeah, everyone else was very amicable. You know, Cam Smith is just really chilled as always. Um, AJ and Usyk were, yeah, very relaxed. Um AJ didn't really say too much. He wasn't really doing any one-to-one -one interviews. He just did the presser and then 
said sort of a few words and then left. But everyone was, yeah, pretty relaxed and, and amicable. I mean, Uzi comes across as a bit of a character as well. Was there, was there any, you know, of that going on? Any little jokes or anything you could see that he was up to? Just just being himself and having a bit of a laugh and a joke? No, he was very quiet, to be honest. Obviously, he turns up dressed as the Joker uh, in his in his suit. Yeah. But um, other than that, no, he was very, very relaxed. Just He was sat on his phone, I think, for some of the press conference. He just seemed very quiet and relaxed, and uh, he didn't really stay. He was he was sort of straight out, um, and then at the way in, there was a little bit. Is a little bit more animated. Um, you know, he was sort of getting like getting his fans to cheer and stuff. But no, everyone was really, really chilled out. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, we certainly could get a sense of that. I mean, from you know, as I said, looking from the outside, looking in. Um, just, just tell us. Obviously, coming on to the the big fight, the big show itself on the weekend, um, from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, looked such a a fantastic event once again put on. You know, by by Matchroom as it always is, um, unreal atmosphere there. It was so great to see the stadium full. You know, singing Sweet Caroline. Um, Uzik obviously dethroned Anthony Joshua to become the new unified heavyweight world champion. What was your thoughts on the main event? Dad? A bit of a shock for you, or you know, were you sort of Picking Uzik to win the fight? Uh, I predicted AJ to win. Um, I'd say it's always a shock when the champion loses, I would say. Um, mm. Although you can't be shocked that Usyk beat him because of the skill and what he's achieved, what a good boxer he is. And, and you know, he's he's one of the best ever. Um, you know, yeah. what he did at Cruiserweight was unbelievable. So you can't be shocked that you're not shocked in the same way that you were shocked that AJ lost to Ruiz. Um, it's not. It's not the same feeling. It's not the same. It's just not the same thing at all. Um, it was just a boxing masterclass, to be honest, for Musik on Saturday night. But yeah. I, I did think AJ would win. I did think he would. The power would would come through. But he just had nothing. He just had nothing. He had absolutely nothing to to come back with. He he couldn't seem to land anything. He just. He just couldn't stop Usyk's movement the whole way through. Um, so, yeah, it was just a bit of a surprise in terms of the fact that AJ's lost. I think people hadn't really been thinking it would be potentially an Usyk Fury or an Usyk Wilder, you know, undisputed mm. fight. Um, and obviously we still don't know because there's going to be a rematch. But, yeah, it was a, a, a big night, really. Just a, it's... Mad when you think about it. It's you know, it's a it's a big it's a big thing when when AJ loses. It's a it's a really big thing. Yeah, it really is. And you know, as you said, obviously, you know, such a brilliant, masterful performance again from Uzik. He really is, as you mentioned, you know, he's such a such a technician in the boxing ring. But it, there's a lot of talk as well, and you know, conversations about obviously Joshua and you know the the style and the game plan that he implemented on the night. What was what was your thoughts? You know, I mean, a lot of people were saying and asking the questions. I mean, why didn't he use his sort of his natural strengths, his natural advantages? People expecting him to to sort of impose himself on Uzik, you know, use his size and his power. But he sort of tried to box his way through the fight. What was your thoughts on how he approached it? Huh? Yeah, I mean, he obviously used the completely wrong tactics. He was never going to outbox Usyk. Like, I don't think anyone would be able to. Um, mm. People said he came in a little bit light, and they think that was 
not a good thing. I don't think he did come in light. I had a look at his weight compared to his other fights, and he came in heavier than he did against Ruiz, I think, the second time. Mm. Um, and, yeah, he wasn't like He wasn't... I don't think he came in light at all. Was um, he the same as what he was for Pulev as well? I think he I was, yeah. That? Yeah, I don't... There was not... There wasn't a significant difference in his weight at all. Um, so I don't think it was that. I think... I've heard that he may have had uh, an injury in his in his right arm, which mm. could have, you know, affected him throwing, throwing his right hand, I guess. Um, I do think the fact that there wasn't a clear one coach telling him what to do, you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk of that it should have just been Rob that was instructing him. And, you know, I think maybe there's been a couple of other coaches involved and maybe that's not a, necessarily a good thing because it, it sort of leads to a bit of confusion. It almost looked like he didn't really know what to do he didn't know what he was he was doing the best thing yeah. to do that. you know it was it was just the yeah the wrong the wrong attack you, you you he should never have gone in there and tried to box you sick it just that isn't using his advantages at all yeah and obviously you know if if and when the rematch happens obviously he's gonna have to you know approach it a lot differently to what he what he does what he has in this fight um just just early you know shouts on it how, how would you see that going do you see you know, repeat or revenge, or you know, do you, you, does it remain to be seen? You know, obviously, what happens in the meantime? Yeah, I think it's very hard to call it um, because you've got to look at you know Styles making fights, and you just think, has Usyk got AJ's number now? You know, and he mm. just knows how to how to beat him. I, I do think if it, if the fight had been another twenty seconds, he wouldn't he would have stopped him. Usyk yeah, was hundred percent. So I just, I don't know. I mean, AJ's, you know, he's very professional. He will go back. We saw him do it with Ruiz. You know, he'll change, he'll change things. And I think he'll, he'll do better, definitely. Whether it's enough mm. to be too sick, I don't know. But I do think he'll perform better. He didn't perform well at all. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll do better. But it's, it's hard to say whether, whether he'll be, be, it'll be enough. And I mean, looking at it from Usyk's point of view, I'll just tell us, I mean, obviously we know Joe Joyce is banging the drums. He's he's in that mandatory position. He said he put out on social media immediately after the fight, look, I'm ready to go. I want this fight. I want it to happen. I mean, that would be a great fight. We'd love to see that again. Obviously, a rematch from their, um, their amateur days as well. Love to see that happen. Obviously, Usyk as well will have his eye on, I'm sure, the Wilder Fury fight. You know, he's, he's chasing greatness. His knees looking to, obviously, you know, achieve the same feat as Evander Holyfield and be undisputed in two weight divisions, cruiserweight and heavyweight. What 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 do you see next for Usyk? Do you think it's going to be that he's going to have to get this rematch done before thinking of any of that? Do you think Joe Joyce could come in between? How do you see the picture? Huh? Yeah, I mean, I I don't really like this whole rematch clause um, thing. I I think before anything else, that rematch has to happen. Mm. Uh, I think it will have to happen, unfortunately even though I only want to see a rematch when the fight is close, the decision is debatable, or it's a it's a draw. That's the only time I want to see a rematch. But if mm. the fight is clearly someone has won, fair enough down the line to a rematch, but not not an immediate rematch. I don't I don't like it. It's not it's not very fan fan friendly. It's not great for the people like Joe Joyce who are in the mandatory position waiting. You know, look at, at Dillian White, how long he's waited for you know, it just, it just ties everything up for so much longer. Um, yeah. And and the belts are just, I mean, I don't know when Joe Joyce is going to get a shot at all because, you know, we've got Fury Wilder that's we're waiting to happen and I still don't know if it's going to happen on the ninth. Part of me still thinks it's going to be postponed. 
Um, that's one of those you just can't hold your breath upon, isn't it? Yeah. Like you said, it always seems like something's going to get in the way of it. A hundred percent. And same, you know, this rematch, it's safe. It happens February next year. You know, that's another six months away. And then, and then, you know, everyone's looking at the undisputed fights. Then it's whoever's the winners of these rematches will then fight. And it's just, it's just tying up you know, the belts and the fights for so long. It's just, I would hate to be, you know, near the top of the division because, you still you're not going to get a, a shot at for a long time. You know, Joe Joyce is 36 now, and he's. I was just going to say. I mean, obviously, he turned. He made the decision to turn pro so late, didn't he? So really move quickly, like you said. You know, time is of essence, and he he wants to keep moving as quickly as possible, doesn't he? So, she so said, it must be a difficult situation for him all at the moment. Yeah, it's it must be awful for him. You know, he's he's torn between trying to stay active and get fights because the belts are tied up, but then risking his position as mandatory. And it's, it's really difficult for him. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, it's a horrible position to be in, you know, it's, it's a shame. And I just think for, for, it would be great if, if there was no immediate rematch clause, unless there was a, you know, a, a dodgy decision or it was very, very close or there was a draw. Yeah. And then, you know, other than that, if there's a clear winner, like there was on Saturday, Move on to the next. Move, move to the next thing. You know, let's give someone else a chance. Let's let's get all the titles to to one fighter, and then it just it just speed things along. Really, gives more people a chance. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent. Something else I saw was quite interesting as well after the fight on the weekend. Um, Alan, I wanted to ask your opinion on is people talking again about the pound for pound places and the pound for pound rankings, and obviously you know with with such a big win on the weekend for Uzik. I mean, where do you see Uzik? I'm not expecting you to name, you know, your five, your ten to me all, but where do you see Uzik in, in that pound for pound rank? And I saw somebody put up that they, they genuinely believe it was on social media. Somebody said they genuinely believe he deserves to be a number one. I, do you agree with that? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty hard to dislodge Canelo, isn't it? And obviously Terence Crawford just behind him as well, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if he can go straight to number one. He's definitely in the in the top five, I would say. Yeah. Um because of if you're talking of you know the stuff he's achieved not just right now but in his career you know he definitely deserves to be in the top five but then you can't yeah you can't say that he would be higher up than Canelo based on what Canelo's doing um, and also you know Josh Taylor I think he gets really really forgotten but he is he is currently the undisputed champion like he is he's done what everyone else is trying to do Canelo is trying to do it you know Usyk wants to do it Tyson Fury wants to do it but but Josh Taylor is undisputed. Whether people will argue that the people he's had to fight aren't of the same standard as others, I, I, yeah, it's Josh has fought who is in his division to get the titles. That's just the way it is. That's you know what happens. He so doesn't think, get anywhere near the, the recognition and credit he no, deserves. Al, does he? Definitely no, doesn't. definitely not. So yeah, I'd say that Usyk's up there, but I think if you're talking achievements, I think Josh Taylor's probably still ahead of him. Um, mm currently i would say yeah yeah no I, I think that's um i think that's a fair enough point just before we i want to come on to yourself i want to talk quite a bit about yourself and obviously you know the, the new venture you're looking at now and i want to talk to you a bit about the zone and the work you're doing there as well but just before we do move on still on saturday briefly just thoughts on the undercard i mean who impressed you most on the undercard i gotta say i was very very impressed with Callum smith and well one seven one seven five pounds debut and he was just explosive wasn't he and he, it was you know it was a really a really no-nonsense performance from him wasn't it yeah I'd say I was most impressed 
with uh, with Callum. He was brilliant. He, um, well, I, I interviewed him at the presser, and he was really relaxed. I think he's enjoying the fight week a lot more. How he ever made super middle now, I just can't. I just can't. It's crazy to think, he's isn't massive. It? He's massive, and I just. He must have struggled, especially the last few fights. He really must have struggled. Um, so I think he's enjoying probably his boxing more. He's got a new team around him. You know, he's with he's with Buddy McGirt now. Um, mm. You know, at a new gym, and I think he looked he looked very good. He looked very in you know in control. It was it was a devastating knockout. Um, you know, as we all saw. So yeah, I think he's got he's got big big plans. You know, he wants to become two weight world champion. So he's got big plans, and I think he's he's started off very well in a, in a word for you all I know it's difficult because it is such a compare a highly competitive division it's it's up there with the the most competitive divisions in boxing I think it's fair to say um but in a word for you yes or no do you think he can become a two-weight world champion as he you know as you said with this new fresh approach as well new trainer in Buddy McGirt do you think he's he's got the makings of possibly being a two-weight world champion now I mean you t- you'd struggle to say no because of you know, his skill and what he achieved at, at super middle, I think he's he's got the potential. Um, mm. But it's a very, very competitive division. So you just, I think we'll need to see a bit more. I mean, he clearly has brought his power up to, to that yeah. season. But yeah, you'd, you'd maybe have to see a bit more. But I think he's got a good chance. I think he's definitely probably right up the top of the of domestically and and our domestic light heavyweights are not domestic level they're they're you know world level um or heading towards world world level so for Callum to I think automatically have put himself at that level it, it bodes well yeah yeah I agree with you 100% so I'll just come on to yourself I know there's only parts and bits that you can tell us because you know we're waiting for more announcements more news to come out and I totally get that and respect that First thing I'm going to ask you, how do I pronounce it, Al? Is it Probellum or Probellum? How am I pronouncing this? Yeah, Probellum. Right, probellum. Okay. Yeah, it means um, it will be war. Just yeah, <laughs> That's what it means. Love it. I um, love it. Yeah, so Probellum, the new the new uh, company. And uh, just, just tell us, Al, I mean, what can you tell us? I know, like we said, still waiting for announcements and there's still things coming out daily about it, but just tell us what you can about it so far and how much you're looking forward to getting your teeth stuck into it. Yeah, so it's basically uh, a new company that's launched. You know, it's been in the plannings for quite a, a long time. Um, there's some top, top people involved. They've announced some of the people, you know, involved. Um, me and Richard Schaefer, obviously, was one of the first, you know, the, the first to sort of be announced. Paul Smith, did I see he's going to be involved with you as well? Yeah, yeah. Paul Smith's the honour uh, talent with me. The Fight Disciples as well, um, with Adam Catchell and Nick Peaty. They're... Um, brilliant i i've i've got so much time for those guys um obviously paul smith i mean he's you know you just fountain of knowledge experience been in every you know been a boxer himself been in the you know punditry game for a long time um so he and i've never worked with him so it'll be great to work alongside him um they've got i think you know some more names that they're going to be announcing over the next few days uh, which are exciting exciting names um, they're basically they they they're wanting to to start off with a bang. They're looking to be involved in at least a hundred events in the first year. So mm. they're starting big. They they want to be global. So they're you know they're signing deals with people um, in Australia and Ghana, Latvia, um, obviously the UK. Like they're looking to you know to put on their own shows, co-promote. There's a lot of stuff that they've got planned. Um, and I think 
they're gonna you know they're gonna be they're gonna be good they're gonna be successful the people that are involved uh i think are, are the right people and yeah it's just really exciting it's it's going to be good to see sort of which direction they go in i don't know all the answers myself because they haven't you know they haven't told me everything yet um yeah but it's but it's exciting and i think that it's going to be good for for boxing they're wanting to sort of um unite sort of all, you know all the sort of separate entities a bit they're wanting to to work with everybody and they're wanting to sort of unite boxing a bit more you know so fighters can or their fighters can certainly you know work with different people different promoters and stuff so it'll be interesting to see which can only be of a you know of a benefit for any boxing fan isn't it and i think it's fair to say as well from a you know a boxing fan's perspective it's such exciting times isn't it obviously you know with this that we're talking about now obviously the zone and the re-emergence of sky sports boxing as well going down their own route the BT Sport Box. There's so much, you know, just for us boxing fans now to look forward to, isn't it? Also regularly as well. Yeah, I think you know the people complain about, oh no, is it another platform or is it another promoter or whatever? But I just think it's, yeah, it can only be a good thing. You know, Pro Bellum are looking to to work with everyone, so it can only be a good thing. You know, we we need as many, not as many promoters and and channels play you know showing boxing but but we do because we want to see you know the the fighters getting getting the chances the more the merrier really you know the more boxing the better for a fan you know i don't know how if there's a if there's a fight on every single week on different platforms i'm fine i'm fine with that i'm absolutely happy every week weekend boxing's on that's that's good for me that's spoiling that's rotten isn't it? And that's exactly what we love. exactly <laughs> Uh, let's get on to obviously you know your zone work, Ali. I know it's something you're really passionate about, something you, you're very proud of, and rightly you know proud of, and rightly so as well, because it's such a, a big, big platform to be a part of, and it looks it looks like an absolute dream. I mean, do you ever you know the shows that you've been a part of and the work you've done already with the zone? Does it ever feel like work, or is it just pure excitement and you just love it? Yeah, I mean, it was brilliant to to be at the fight camp shows especially were just great they were um they were just like they weren't like work at all it was just fun it was getting to work with people you know I was work, you know I was working with incredible people interviewing incredible people and it, it's it's mad really that it's work it's it's crazy this work you know working alongside Tony Bellew and Adiola Depot um you know and and it was just it just didn't almost feel real. It was amazing because I didn't obviously go to the uh, fight camp last year. I didn't go to those shows because um, they had like limited media and stuff. So it was yeah. just great to actually experience it this year. Um, and obviously, I've, I have worked Josh Warrington shows before, but to be back at a Josh Warrington show in Leeds was incredible. There's just nothing, well, other than AJ, there's nothing quite like it. They're special nights, they are, and they really yeah. are special nights. Yeah. And just tell me, I got to ask you. Obviously, Chris Lloyd, Darren Barker, are, are they as much fun off camera as they are on? Oh, they are brilliant. I love Chris Lloyd and Darren Barker. I think they're two naughty uh, school boys. Are they what? Two naughty school boys. They literally are. They, they <laughs> actually are. You can never, you you ne you never don't laugh when you're with them. You never can really take. You know, they're very good at their jobs. Very, very good. But when you you know talking to them, and they're just they're always just enjoying every minute having a laugh they're, they're like best friends so they they I can't imagine they feel like they're working you know when they're working together um, yeah I mean very good very good commentators and and very good at the shows that they're doing 
but yeah they they were so welcoming to me as well um really made me feel at ease um you know I did quite a lot of like sort of prep work before the fight night with Chris and they're just yeah they're just good guys really really good and they're doing really well I I'm very impressed with the stuff that they've been doing have you been working on that sort of straight right hand as well? I did see you score on that punch machine. Oh. I was, you know what? I was impressed with Eddie, mind Eddie. Oh yeah. Decent. Oh my god! But then the, I think the key with those machines is you got to hit it in the right spot because sometimes I saw people and they definitely didn't hit it as hard as like the previous person and they'd get an outrageous score. And I was thinking, yeah. Mm. but yeah, I mean Eddie took like a twenty meter run up. But he was he was very impressive. And then when we actually went live, my score wasn't very good. But annoyingly, just before we'd gone live, I had done like five hundred and something. Um, yeah. And then when we went live, I'd only done two hundred and ninety. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, and then and then Adi Olazipo ended up doing more than Tony, and Tony's head just went. He was like, absolutely not. But then in in the like warm up when before we went live, he he'd like absolutely smashed it and and done the highest score on, that had ever been done on it. Um, I can't so... see that sitting well with Tony barely at all. <laughs> oh god, but, he, but he was like my hands starting to hurt, and he was just hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. They were like, "Okay, we can't have any injuries." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is is Tony still the record holder? I saw. I, I don't know if you saw the video. Dillian White gave it a bit of a whack the other day as well, didn't he? From what I could see. Yeah, he did. I don't know whether I think he might have beat the record. Actually, um, I think he did it in. At the, at the show on Saturday, I think he possibly did do the highest. Nine hundred, I think he was in, wasn't he? Something yeah, like that. I mean, Tony did over nine hundred. Uh, Eddie did over nine hundred, and so did Addy, and a few others, I think, did as well. Um, but yeah, I think the highest, I think, might be Dillian White now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, he looked. Um, he looked so much fun. Fair play, I gotta say. I uh, just just tell us for those that don't know as well. I, I mean, obviously, we know now you you're part of the zone. But not many people know how that, you know, how that link up came about or how that opportunity came about. What can you tell us about it, Al? Yeah, so um they basically just contacted me and said, Did I want to be part of the the Design Boxing Show? Um you know, they'd uh, they'd only just started doing it for the fight camp. You know, that was the first time they'd done it over here. Obviously it's over, it's done over in America. They were mm. putting a t- UK team together um, and just did I want to be part of it? Uh, which obviously I said yes. Um and yeah, it was just it was mad, really. They'd obviously seen, you know, stuff I'd done, and and uh, they just yeah, they gave me the opportunity to to do it, and it was great to be to be working with the people I was, and just yeah, just like really exciting, and and I really feel so lucky that I you know I was I was asked. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and it, you know, it's just. Obviously, from a personal point of view, Ali, you know, I feel like we we've sort of got to know you now since we've been involved in the boxing game ourselves, and it's just you know it's just great to, to see you doing. We know how hard you work, as I said, every time you know we we try to contact you and and speak to you, you know, just to do something like this. We know how busy you are, but I got to say, you always give us your time as well, and it's, it's really really good to see you doing so well. So uh, you know, fair play to you, keep smashing it up. Oh, thanks so much. That's really really kind. No, it's really, you really good to see. You very well as well. I'm always, uh, always keeping up with your lives and your interviews. You do, you do. As I said, you know, you, you always, always. Any time we, uh, we give you, you know, a, a quick shout out just to see, you know, if we can, uh, if we can catch up. You're always, always willing. So it's, uh, we do, we do really appreciate it. I'll always appreciate your time. Oh, thank you. With the, with the fight camps, I've got to ask you as well. You know, it's such a great thing to be part of. Was there a, a fave 
week of you as a fave moment or a fight? If so, what was it, Al? Um, I would say uh, my favourite fight, I think, was Lee Woods, um, you know, against against Zukam for that WBA, WBA title. Um, was that week one? Yeah, it was week one. Yeah, it was week one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it ended yeah. up being moved up to the main event because um, Conor Ben obviously tested positive for COVID. Mm. So I just thought, I know I've interviewed Lee quite a few times. Um, you know, I've, I've actually interviewed a few of his opponents back in the day as well, before I even met Lee Yeah, uh, for other fights. And I just think, you know, how he's developed and, and that, that the performance you that was that was a, he was a he was a massive underdog for that he he was not not expected to win that fight and probably shouldn't have won it but he's obviously made such improvements and he put on such a great performance you know he he got got a great win and i just thought it was it was really good to see and i think that it puts him right in the the top of the, of that division and it just you know it, i think it's, there's exciting things to come for him, but that was probably my highlight. Just the that performance, I just I just remember it really clearly. I saw you did your own bit of speaking of Eddie Hearn a few minutes ago. You did your own bit of promoting as well over social media when you mentioned um, obviously Jazza Dickens and and Lee Wood, which is you know an exciting oh, fight one we could possibly see. Yeah. It went a bit nuts, didn't it? You tweeted. I know I didn't really mean it to, um, but yeah, it it definitely started something. <laughs> it was a lot of back and forth. <laughs> I was like, that's exciting. I would love to see that fight. I, I said that on when we went live on the DAZN Boxing Show after, um, I think it was on week three or week two, I said it. Um, mm. Probably week three. And, yeah, and so I want to see that fight. Although I know Lee has been ordered to fight uh, Michael Conlon. Cause obviously that's, a, that's a great fight as well, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Because obviously the, t- you know, the titles have been... Like, J- Jamie uh, Michael Conlon's title is now doesn't exist anymore that he won so yeah. they're now ordering that um and then oh, it's just difficult because there's so many belts that's the problem but that is a great fight as well i would like to see that one or or obviously the the one that i i sort of caused a bit of controversy for <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did you tweet definitely were mad i think the only thing you didn't do while was signing the contracts i was literally the only thing you didn't do <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> I know, I should take a percentage of this if this happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, I agree with you. But I'll just last thing, I know obviously you're a busy lady. I know you've had another busy day again, so I don't want to keep you too long. Um, just last thing I want to ask you just before, you know, just before we leave you and go, um, just tell us anything, you know, in the pipeline. You could tell us what to look out for now, coming up, shows, work with the zone, anything you can, you know, any sneaky previews you can give us, exclusives, anything you can drop into the podcast, Al? Um, I think that, well, I'll be, I think the, the sort of probellum stuff will be starting um, in the next few weeks. I think that's all I can say, but it'll probably be starting sooner than people think it is going to. Yeah. Um, so that is going to be exciting. I think that's going to maybe take a lot of people by surprise. Um, and I, I can't wait. It'll be, it'll be yeah, really good to, to, to sort of be involved in it and be like the the you know one of the main the main faces on there I guess so yeah, yeah so that that's uh, people are going to have uh, there's going to be a lot of like surprises with that and a lot of people are going to be shocked by a lot of it but it's it's going to be exciting and I'm looking forward to it 
Uh, we can't wait to see it, uh, the ball get rolling in a while. Well, I just want to say on obviously behalf of myself and Southwest Boxing Media, thank you once again, as always. It's always great to catch up with you. And once again, for giving us your time on the podcast. Always good to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Al. Um, I look forward to speaking to you soon and uh, take care. Yeah, you too. Speak to you soon. Yeah, speak to you soon. Take care. Bye, Al. Bye. 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 And thank you, as always, for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast and various other platforms. This has been Southwest Boxing Media Speaks in association with Brixton Streetwear.